Hello, 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 brothers and sisters. How y'all doing? We got a special episode of the Black Financial Initiative, aka BFI. We want to thank all the initiators for listening to us. Today, we're doing the Money Madness episode. This is our second year in a row. We're doing the Money Madness episode. Last year, we had some controversy on the winner. Hold on, what? <laughs> no, bro, I'm going to let you finish. I'm going to let you finish. Yeah, I'm going to pull a Kanye. I'm going to let you yeah. finish. After this, I, I got yeah, okay, so this about controversy. Okay. <laughs> but last year, we only had one judge. Uh, and Eric, you know, I don't know what Terrence is talking about paying under the table and, and sending checks and stuff, you know? <laughs> so we, we're going to try to make it a little more um, official this time. So we brought in two of our friends, two contributors to the podcast, Corey. He's already been on the podcast before. He's in the financial industry. So we want to thank Corey for being here. Julian, he's one of the episodes a lot of people liked was the, the, the great migration or the great, not migration, excuse me. The, the great, <laughs> 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 the history books, huh? Yeah, exactly. The great, res, the great resonation. A lot of people said great they liked the great resonation. So Julian contributed to that. So we want to thank the two judges. It's going to be them two judging with me as a moderator and judge. We have coming in here, Terrence, a.k.a. T. We got Eric, a.k.a. E. Like I said, Terrence was the winner last year. So um, he's going to have to defend, him, defend his title. He's going against E this year. And uh, give me one second here. I got something special for you guys. Terrence. Bon my yeah. Terrence. Yo, you just bon stole yeah. it. I was about to say that. Terrence. Bon my yeah. The winner. The winner will receive this championship belt right here. That's going to look good. Ooh. <laughs> The winner is going to have this championship belt here, so we're going. To, the stakes are even higher this time. So everybody, hey, you the in the mail, right? <laughs> hey, it's in the, I already picked out a spot on my wall for the belt. <laughs> That's all I need to know. <laughs> yeah, we, we already had the belt size. <laughs> oh, no, I don't like the way this is going here. <laughs> I tell you, I, I don't like I don't like Larry's introduction. He's like, we want to make it more official this year. See, he's take, he's taken away from you as the champ. See, I, 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 exactly. I know. I know. And, I, and, then, and then on the low, he was like, "Oh, let's invite you know Corey and Julian." And I'm thinking like, "Oh, cool." But now I see what's going on now. Hey, hey, <laughs> exactly. I reviewed the tape and I thought I won last time. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, all the listeners, please. What we're gonna do when we when we uh, drop this episode on the Instagram and Twitter? We got a Twitter now. Please vote. Let us know who you think you want, Eric or Terrence. Um, we're going to ask uh, three questions. Um, at the end, we're going to tally up the votes, like I said, between me, Corey, and Eric. And the winner is going to win that championship belt in, in the 2022 March or Money Madness winner. So, uh, hey, Larry, uh, what's y'all's uh, uh, Twitter handle? I think the people need to know. There you go. Man, why you put me on the spot, Julie? <laughs> well, well, I, I, just, I just created it like the other day, well, man. The, the Instagram is Black Financial Initiative. Um, we just got a Twitter here very recently. Julian got me over here looking bad, man. Now I got to pull out my phone. I don't even know how to work Twitter yet. But uh, give me time. Give me time. You man. know what? I, I'm going to help y'all out. It's BFI underscore podcast. That's what I thought it was. I would have left out the underscore if I repeated it, though. So I'm glad you took over those duties. See, I'm going to need some type of, you know, executive producer title. You know? <laughs> that's, that's an initiator. He's paying attention to a pod. Right, like initiators, it. right. Yeah, one of, the, one of the main initiators. So we're going to go ahead and get it going. I think the first question is going to be for Corey. Great. Right. Well, fellas, good luck. First question I have. I don't you. need it. 
Hey, you gotta come hey. with a player. You gotta come with a play then. Hey, no, no, no interrupting the the uh, the judges. Okay, no interrupting judges. Okay, none, none, none of that going on. All right, go ahead. First of all, where are y'all? Okay, yes. So we are at. Uh, hey, why, why not there? We are at the Wild Cigar. Um, this is in Burleson. This is this is out here in the middle of nowhere. This is uh Burleson, Texas. It's a suburb of uh just south of Fort Worth, Texas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's our first time doing it in a, in a studio. Um, so we want to give a shout out to Taylor, which is Terrence's wife. She found this place, and they have a they have a, it's a cigar lounge with a studio for podcasting. So uh, it's a very good setup. Uh, we're gonna. We're going to have a YouTube and we're going to put this on a YouTube. So the podcasting, um, you know, it may not make that big a difference, but on the YouTube, it's going to, it's going to look nice. So we want to thank Taylor for that for sure. Yeah. She's in cahoots with you guys for trying to dethrone me, uh, trying to take me out of my element. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, I understand. I get it. You got to pull out the stops when you're trying to take the champ down. But so, so all the people you can listen put me on. wherever you want. All the people listening on our podcast, if you hear us drinking a little something, that's that's what's going on right now, or, or smoking a little bit of something, that's what's going on right now. So, um, like I said, this this is a this is a fun. It's gonna be a lot of entertainment, but also gonna be a lot of knowledge dropped too. So uh, this is the Money Madness debate episode. So uh, Corey, that's like Corey's. Uh, I'm I'm going to let Corey proceed again. All right. Well, good luck, fellas. Cheers to y'all. First question I have for you, T and Eric: How much should a household invest? So this could be any type of investment and could be any type of percentages or amount. Who's going? Who, who goes for it? Come on, Corey. Come on, Corey. Talk to me. <laughs> Eric? Okay. Okay. I'm going to pull off this St. Peter's. <laughs> I'm upset right now. Okay. So household income to invest. Really, before I researched anything, I just said what would probably work for me and the common man. So I said 15% of your income. I got to stop you real quick, Eric, because Terrence is the common man. Oh. So you can understand. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was going to okay. let you slide with that. I was going to let you slide. I, I figured that the uh, audience okay. knew already. So. Okay. So, I, yeah, let me, I'm, I am the judge and moderator. So I just, what I got, you know, every time I got to step in every once in a while. But uh, Eric, you can proceed again. Okay. Well, I'll say that's a trash plan for the common man. <laughs> <laughs> I intend to upgrade you all <laughs> to the new phase. There you go. There you go. Um, so I say 15% of income, which I would say is usually pre-tax income. And for this, I would think the common person, you can use, you could do this by doing your 401k at work is what I would say is the, probably the easiest, the most, the probably the most efficient, easiest thing for you to do. And also, I know 15% sounds like a lot, but also think of a lot of jobs now match a certain percent. So if they match at 6%, you know, you would only have to contribute, uh, was that, what, 9%? You get the 6% match plus another 3%, that gives you your 15%. So you don't really have to contribute the whole 15 out of your check. Um, also, if they, if your job doesn't offer a 401k, you may want to consider like a traditional IRA or a Roth IRA. One is a pre-tax and one is a after tax. Also, I thought about other future investing and investing is, I think, like a broad term is the way that I was using it. 
So I would say, think of like life insurance. I think that's another way to another investment. Think about like burial plots or prepaid uh, funeral expenses. That can also be an investment. Um, health savings account, odds are you will get sick. <laughs> you know, and the health savings account covers, you know, medical expenses, uh, co-payments, deductibles, all that stuff. And also another thing to think about is maybe because that's kind of a big thing now is like cryptocurrencies. You know, especially if a cryptocurrency is real low, you think it'll do something, you know, a cryptocurrency right now could be like 20, 20 cents per coin. You know, maybe you buy the hundred coins and just see, you know, what happens. You know, it's something relatively low to get into. You know, I'm not saying go out and buy Bitcoin at like 50,000 per coin or anything. You know, just try to find the several coins out there. Just try to find a coin that you can research and look into. It's easy enough to get into. Just hold on to it and see what happens. But that was what I would say. I would say 15% and to think about other ideas outside of just your 401k or the common investment like that. So that was it for me. Real quick, if you can just list the ones you said again. I know you said 401k, you said... Uh, so savings. 401k, which I would consider, I say if your job doesn't offer that, you do the traditional IRA or the Roth IRA. Okay. And then also to consider other investing techniques, or I would consider them kind of investing like life insurance, prepaid funeral expenses, or like a burial plot, health savings account. And I think that's also pre-tax. And then uh, cryptocurrencies. And when I say cryptocurrencies, I'm thinking of like the very cheap low ones right now. You know, they're 20%, 20 cents per coin or 70 cents per coin. You know, not, you know, $5,000, $10,000 a coin, nothing like that. I'm just saying you buy that when it's low right now, hold on to it. You know, you don't know what could happen 5, 10, 15 years down the road. Because it does seem like cryptocurrencies are, it's already a thing, but it seems like it's going to actually, you know, be a thing thing. <laughs> yeah yeah something that's um we can't den- deny it anymore right yeah something, exactly something that seems like a lot of people are making money right now exactly and it's something that i think the average everyday person can afford yeah just to, you know people, like i yeah. said if something's 50 cents a coin <laughs> i could throw out 100 yeah you yeah know, that's, i could throw out 200 dollars and just see what and that can make a lot of money over time if if, if, the, if that makes money you're gonna make money if you put 100 dollars exactly. into that exactly so, and you said 15%, is that correct? Yes, 15%, uh, usually pre-tax. Um, but I would say for those that can't do it, you know, however you can get your 15% if some may be pre-tax, some after, you know, after tax, I would just say try to stick around 15%. Uh, when I was doing a little research, they said 10 to 20 is kind of where um, they would like you to be. I, I thought about 15% before I looked at that. I guess I fell right in the middle. And that's not just retirement accounts. That's any type of investment, right? I would think any type of investment, mostly what they were focused on or what people normally think of is just retirement accounts pretty much is what it went to. So it's always like stocks or bonds, something like that. But I think of like life insurance, bear plot. I mean, all those things too are going to add up in the future. Yep. You know, for you to be buried, that's going to cost money. Yes, it is. You know, that's, that's not cheap. 
Man, he being medical, really med- um uh, medical dark on this episode, talking about burials and stuff. Hey, I'm just saying, you know, it's, it's, that's what I'm gonna what, do to him. <laughs> that's like what's why it's fresh on my mind is to talk to my uh, one of my cousins the other day, and he was saying that like his granddad had bought, I guess, had the foresight to buy like a burial plot for three hundred dollars way back when. Yeah, and then like at the time they had to bury, I think the grandmother. It was like selling for ten thousand dollars. Okay. Okay. So, you know, and yeah, yeah I, and he said there's a thing to where you can resell, I guess, burial blocks or something. So, I mean, just think of that investment. That was $300, who knows when. Now that same plot is going for 10000 So that's so, a mean, different that's, type of investment, something that most people don't think about. Right, But exactly. that's, uh, I mean, that's over 100% return. I mean, I don't know what that is. <laughs> yeah. I don't, have, I don't have the math in front of me, but that's, <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, okay. like, you know, thinking outside the box of things like that, um, is what I thought because most of the common people are gonna everybody's gonna think of like stocks. When I yeah. say investing, go to stocks. But I'm like, hey, these are other ways to to do things. Um, also, medical bills. Yeah, that's one of the things that people really go into debt about. Yeah, that's true. A health, a health savings account would help that, and it's that's also pre tax. It helps out. So, you know, think about all these ideas. When we had the uh, neighborhood finance guy Lawrence, uh, another initiator of the podcast. That was one of the things he talked about, the health savings account. I think that's a very good answer. So that's, that's, that's it. That's it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I, I like it. I like it. You know, I'm just trying he, to, you he know, coming out strong. Out there, you know, you catch him with strong. a little, little, little hook right now. So we're going to, we're going to bring it to Terrence. Terrence, what, what's your, uh, what's your answer? First off, give uh, e a nice hand there. Nice round of applause, everyone. That was a great job. Great answer, E. I, I like that. I appreciate it. I appreciate the work that you put into that. And um, I like it so much. This is a little eye for debate, but I'm not going to going to completely disagree with you. I'm not going to say that 15% is bad. I, as a matter of fact, I agree. I like the 15%. Now, a lot of people would say, uh, and I think this is a little dated, but 10%. And uh, like you said, they say start, you know, 10 to 20. Um, so a lot of people would just... Go with 10. 10 is a nice round number. Uh, but like you, I also think you should be a little bit more aggressive with 15. Now, again, here's the disclaimer. That that depends on your own situation, your personal financial situations. Uh, I don't know if you have a ton of debt or, or what, and you need to maybe focus more on getting that debt cleared out first. Maybe you have uh, low income, making low wages, and you can't afford to uh, part with 15% on your investment, or at least you don't think you can do that. But I would say once you get to that point where you can comfortably, comfort, there we go, we're going we gonna to break that down for you. That's <laughs> where you can afford to invest. Let's target 15%. And E, uh, you did a fantastic job hitting on the different ways that you can do that. One, I hate to dismantle you right here uh, on, on one thing, but I will disagree where you said that you were speaking for the common man and, and, and not myself. No, I'm, I am speaking for the common man. When you talk about doing cryptocurrencies, listen, listen, but I, I'm not going to say I'm not investing in a little bit of crypto also, but that's less of an investment at this point i think still it's, it's getting there but it's still kind of a, a gamble we Why still is it less of an investment right now break it down i i think that's more of a, it's more speculative okay 
I think that's still early in kind of the infancy of, of uh, crypto. So like a gamble. Yes, yeah, it's, it's more of a gamble to me at this point. Now, if you can, if you already managed everything else and you run the numbers and you think you're comfortable with doing that and you have a certain amount that you can put into that, then fine, go ahead. And you might have some great payoff later on because there's been plenty of people that have had great payoffs from, from it. But we're getting to a point where you don't know how much more that's going to continue to, to grow. You don't know what laws or the governing bodies are putting into play. Uh, so you don't know exactly how that's going. Right now, it's still kind of speculative to me. So I would say at this moment, until you've really done your research, if you're looking into something more for investment instead of just a, a gamble, then focus more on some of the other things that he mentioned. So I'll give you your props there. But like you said, your uh, your employer, if your employer offers a return or, or matching on your 401k or your retirement accounts, also stocks. And as the common man, I'm going to try to have you be a little bit more conservative because I am speaking to the common man right now. A little bit more conservative. You want to invest in more of some stocks that are maybe a little bit more sustained, have a longer history of, of performance, of sustained performance, then that's actual investment. You can't just say stocks in general. So some, and those might be a little bit more expensive sometimes, but you can also find some that are a little bit more affordable. You can also find some that uh, have dividends where you're always gonna get some type of return on it. So I say yes, bottom line, 15%. If you can target that, I say do target it. Um, and another reason for that to go with the 15 instead of the, like I said, a lot of people would say 10%. Why you want to go with Dave Ramsey uh, would say 10%. Dave Ramsey said 10%. We spoke on Dave Ramsey before on one of our first episodes. And that's one of that. Now, Dave Ramsey is very conservative. Yeah. He, that's, he's pretty confrontational i guess in, in some way or i mean not confrontational but um a lot of people will disagree with me i'll say say that that's because the people don't like to be as conservative as he is and he's on a more conservative route and he's saying the 10 percent. one of the reasons i would say be a little bit more aggressive because times have changed that 10 percent might be a little bit more dated we have inflation which right now is a big topic right now is how much prices are going up how much housing prices are going up i mean Crazy. It, yeah, it's crazy. And you want to think about what that might look like by time, let's say you're in your 20s or 30s right now, by the time you're in your 60s, maybe if you're in a good spot, 50s, but uh, 70s maybe, by the time you're able to retire, you want to be a little bit more aggressive now in order to get that money that's enough that will help you retire when you get to that age. So this is just something I, I put up on did a little bit of research and this is from investopedia so this is the rule of 20. investopedia one of the uh friends of the podcast <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> one of the original initiators <laughs> so the rule of 20 the rule requires that for every dollar in income needed in retirement a retiree should save 20 bucks let's say you earn about forty-eight thousand in a year you would need nine hundred sixty thousand by the time you stop working to maintain the same income level afterward if you had somehow managed to save 10 percent of that salary of forty-eight hundred per year that's 400 per month 
for 40 years at 6.7% interest, that would get you slightly more than 913,000, which is close, but it's still not at your 960,000. So you're doing 10%, they just did the math for you. I'm not gonna say I'm smart enough to do that math. They, I'm just gonna uh, take what they, what they put down here for you. But if you do 10%, that's still not gonna get you enough to retire. Um, I mean, it's going to get you close. You can probably manage that. But also, like I said, you have to take into account, like I said, inflation. Right now, everybody's talking about gas prices. So with the rate that things are starting to increase in prices, that's why you want to be a little bit more aggressive, I think, because you're calculating now in a way at trying to get retirement saved up for the future. Well, think about how much things will cost in the future. You retire and, and you think you have enough to make it to, out those twilight years and and, and you're struggling and you, so you don't want to be in that situation. So he agreed 15%. Uh, I want to kind of shift the way uh, we, we do that. You want to make sure that if you are the coming man, that you want to make sure that you are going with a little bit safer bets. And also uh, I wanted to just expand on that and give you some reasons on why you want to go with 15% as opposed to that 10%. Okay. You want to do ten percent? That's what I'm hearing. <laughs> <laughs> and in a second, I'm gonna let I'm gonna let Corey come in because Corey asked the question, gave his you know his little ten cents on it. But um, I think both people had great answers. I'm I don't like both of them had the same answer pretty much though. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> yeah, so since them, I went first, he copied me. But one of them was better. So uh, hey, well, uh, thank you, well, thank you for acknowledging. And then we'll decide who is better. I'm in, I'm interested. I'm gonna ask Corey a question and, and think, see what he thinks about this because, like I said, Corey is in the finance industry. One thing is, it seemed like they kind of differed on cryptocurrency, and I don't know how Corey feels about cryptocurrency in this state right now. I think both made good, valid points about cryptocurrency. Um, I would say that might be the main thing that they kind of differed on, though. So, Corey, you know, what what do you think about about their answer? About cryptocurrency? Well, yeah, cryptocurrency, but in general too, though, yeah. Yeah, so I, I, as far as cryptocurrency, I'm more kind of in line with T on that one. It is a little speculative. I can definitely see how, like Eric said, hey, you know, for some big or Bitcoin buying $100 of that or, you know, some of the other coins tossing $50, $100, just to see what happens. I can definitely see both sides of that debate. I'm leaning more with T. It is more speculative. You don't know which coin is going to be the one that's going to take off in a few years. So it is just speculative at this point. So T, that check in the mail is, is really working for you. <laughs> I see. I see. I started thinking like, Corey, don't do this to me. Don't do that. <laughs> hey, we just bring the facts. See, you, bet you messed yourself up when you try to take my title. See, if you, if you just said that you were for the crypto, that's, that's fine. That's fine. But when you said the coming man, the coming man needs to be more conservative with his with his income. The coming man doesn't have all this extra income to go gambling on the crypto at this moment. So I'm speaking for the real coming man right here. And, and Corey understood me. Corey understood our plight and our cause right now. So Eric, do you have something to say to that? You know, I'm trying to take the common man to another level. OK, OK. The common man can't be common his whole life. Hey, no, no risk, no return, huh? You know what I'm talking about? No risk and no biscuit. Yeah, no risk. Okay. You know, was it Arians? Uh, Arians, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Tampa Bay. Uh, yeah. Well, Brady's two back. years, 
Exactly. <laughs> okay. There you go. I like I like both answers. I'm not gonna give my uh, we're not gonna give our uh, winner for the first answer yet, but I like both answers. So we're gonna go ahead and let Julian ask his question now. Julian, you have to get off mute to oh, ask a question. <laughs> yeah, my bad. I just took that part out. You turned into a mom. <laughs> my bad. My bad. Okay. So here's my question for you guys. You can you can answer this either as like a, as an individual or as a household. All right. So what's the most important aspect of personal finances? So it can be your income. It can be savings. It can be investing, assets, liabilities. You know how much debt that you have. Oh, so so you can take into account all of those things. But what would you say is the most um, uh, the most important aspect of that? We're gonna let Terrence answer that question because Eric answered her first question first. Oh, I was gonna go for us anyway. <laughs> boy, confident boy. Boy, confident. Hey, every every hero needs a villain. Every story needs a villain. So, but uh, for that that question. I, that's a difficult one. That's pretty loaded. I mean, because you, you actually need all parts. I'm not going to cop out. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and give you my answer. I'm not copping out. I'm, I'm going to give you my answer. We're going to hold you to an answer. You, you have to answer this question. You cannot beat around the bush. <laughs> Here is the answer. The answer is, I'm going to say the most important part for a household is um, your investments. And the reason I say that, I'm, I'm, I'm going to start one, one way, though. The reason I say that is because you can go with savings or whatnot. Let me go ahead and dismantle whatever Eric's uh, answer is going to be. Uh, you, can, you can go with savings, which is very important, very important. But saving is not the same as investing. So people need to get that understood, understand that saving is not the same as investing. When you invest, you expect on there being a return, uh, a growth, some appreciation. That's what the investment is. Saving is just putting it away. Saving is good because you want to have something put away in store to make sure that you are not losing. If you're saving it, you're not losing it. That is great. That's fantastic. You can start out with saving. But in order to improve and get to a point where you can retire, hopefully at an early age, you need to invest because you want to, you want there to be a return on that. So um, let's say if you're going, going to save, like I said, I don't know what Eric's argument is going to be. Uh, Real but, quick, we have not discussed anything. Yeah, exactly. So we don't know each other's answer. So I made that clear. Like, like I said, I don't know. I'm just going to dismantle whatever he might try to go with. <laughs> So I'm I'm I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to cut his supply lines. That's what that's what I'm doing right now. So this is strategy. Uh, but real quick, I want to thank my wife and my other sister. They're here too, helping us here. They they got us a charcuterie board. Oh, shout out to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know what that was until last year. I'm a coming man. See, that's that coming man. I'm a coming man. <laughs> But I've evolved. I know what it is now. I'm eating it right now. That's what I'm trying. That's what I'm trying to get them to. TC, you already taking advantage of it right now. And also, this wonderful board back here. Yeah, that's dope. Shout out to my little sister for doing that. She has her own company, signs, shirts, anything you need. So we want to shout out Stephanie for that. Larry, what's her company called? Yeah, let's plug that. He doesn't know. Her, he doesn't know her company. Uncon unconventionally, me. 
Unconventionally me. You on Instagram anywhere? Unconventionally me is the name of the Instagram. So if you have any shirts or anything that you want, she can make them for you. Look at this marketing guy right here. Look at look at this. Uh, look at that. It's all about the money. It's all about the money. <laughs> hey, these, these are commercial. These are technically his commercial breaks. You gotta pay the bills. <laughs> right, right. Hey, we, we got we got take one for the commercial. Take one for the bills. I, I like how yeah, I wanted to pay the bills in the middle of my argument. That's, uh, <laughs> it's all Larry. I think Larry's a terrible moderator. Hey, hey man, we gotta pay bills somehow, man. Ain't nobody paying us. Ain't nobody paying us yet. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> like we gotta do what we can right now. <laughs> I'm sorry, T. Go ahead. Uh, sorry. Let me let me hurry up before y'all cut into another one of my arguments. <laughs> All right. So still asleep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So so if you're just saving it, uh, like we've already talked about with inflation, uh, rising costs of everything, you're losing money. Let's say you put a hundred dollars away right now, and you don't, you're not investing it. You're not gonna get anything back from that one hundred. You pull that. Pull that one hundred out from underneath your uh, your mattress. Two years from now, that hundred dollars won't get you the same amount of gas. So uh, mm. that's not doing the that's not doing you justice. That's not doing that hundred dollars justice. You want to put it somewhere where it's going to appreciate. That's what investment is. Investments appreciate. So you want to put it somewhere where it's going to bring you back money to where in two years, three years, five years, whenever you pull that hundred dollars back out, it's more than a hundred. You might be getting 200, 300, 400 back. So instead of getting you that uh, full tank of gas right now, you know, look in the future, I might be able to get you five tanks. So I got to speak in gas right now, because that's the language we speaking right now in, in today's economy. Uh, <laughs> so yeah. we measure things in gas. Sorry. Right, you're measuring by gallons. Yeah, yeah. How, how, how much is that uh, that burger up there? Oh, that's a quarter tank. So, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so uh, and then also, as far as investments go, why that's very important and why that's I'm going to say that's the most important part is because um, on the counter, you can also do income, which is very important because if you don't work you don't eat we all know the saying and you got to have something coming in but at the same time there have been plenty of people you we all know that's that's somebody that person that has made something out of nothing so if you work put in the work you can take whatever little bit of income you have or what you've already had saved up or whatnot and you can make that into something if you make the right moves if you have the right game plan in place and you can get something returning from that and that's basically an, an investment you invest that correctly you'll get something out of it so yes you can go with saving that's positive that's fantastic yes you can go with your income if you have a high income that's fantastic but at the same time we all have heard stories of millionaires that have had fantastic incomes that have gone broke and you go to bankruptcy or more than bankruptcy you just broke period you know what i'm saying so Incomes, fantastic, but you have to know what to do with that. And what you need to do with that is invest it appropriately. Okay. So if I understand you correctly, you're you are saying take that income, which is important. Yeah. But invest it so you, you're not just depending on that income, if that's what I understand what you're saying correctly. Exactly, exactly. So income is, is very important, but it's not as important, I don't think, as investing into so a lot of you guys you might say that is absolutely ridiculous and the reason like i said i will say that why i'm saying that is because people can make something out of of nothing and you can have a, a ton of income and still go broke and still not be able to retire if you're not 
uh, investing it correctly. That's why investing is so important because you are, we all know the story. We've talked about this before where everyone has seen the 30 for 30 broke and you have all these athletes that, that make all this money. You sign million dollar, hundreds, tens of millions, hundreds of million dollar contracts over the course of 10 years, whatever is what they make. And at the end of it, they're broke because they had terrible investments that weren't really investments, they were gambles. Yeah. And then the ones that did have it or weren't, they weren't uh, spending it appropriately. They were just spending and you still had that income, but you weren't getting anything else to continue to make money as you sleep or make money after your career was over. So that's why I'm going with investments. And real quick, I like your answer to you. A couple of things that stood out to me that I liked, you said retiring early. With the income alone and savings alone, you are not going to be, most likely, you are not going to be able to retire early. That's one thing that I noticed that you said, but I like that. You didn't use this word, but um, something you said earlier, I like, you, everybody knows I love the word intentional. Just, you described intentional as well. And that's one of my favorite words um, when it comes to investing is intentional. No, he didn't say that, Larry. He no, didn't say it, but he, he, he described it. <laughs> he described it. Hold he didn't on, say the word intentional, but he described it, though. So, um, and, and real quick, um, T, it's going to look a little bit off script, but um, investing was your answer. What is an investment that you prefer, I would guess, that you might tell the um that you might tell the audience that you think, and like I said, like I, we just talked about retire early, but not, not necessarily retire early, but in general, what is an investment that you think the audience might be able to uh, to use? This is no secret. You guys have heard me talk about this before. I've actually mentioned it already earlier into this exact episode, uh, but I, I like stocks. Now, all stocks to a certain degree are some type of gamble. You know, all the mark because no one can say with 100% certainty that this is gonna, going to bring you back some money. But you also can have uh, some confidence or at least a higher degree of confidence in certain amount of uh, in certain stocks. You can look at what the trends are. You can look at what the economy is. You can look at what the, uh, the laws are. You can see what the trend of what, you know, people like and, and uh, what technology is bringing in. So you can see where it's headed and have a, make an educated guess or educated decision on where you, where you want to invest when it comes to stocks. Um, also, when you look at what your company is doing, if you have a 401k with your company, basically what they're doing with that, that 401k, with that money, they're investing in, in, in stocks anyway. So you can say that, oh, the 401, your, your personal retirement, your personal retirement is probably going into some type of stocks or a mutual fund anyway that is consists of stocks. So it all basically boils down to, to stocks. So that's why I say stocks now. If, if I say stocks and you go out and invest in your, your cousin Poo Poo or Pookie's uh, startup, you know, that's, that's not that's the same. Not. I, didn't, not. <laughs> I didn't tell you to do, to do that. You know what I'm saying? I said, look at the history, look at the financials, look at the, their, how many years of service they had and, and look at what the balance sheets tell you. So if they've been like, they're starting up, you don't have anything to go with. I'm not telling you to do that. I'm saying, look at somebody like Coca-Cola that's been around a hundred years. You can look at, even if they haven't been around a hundred years, if, but if they have given you at least 10 years of some solid production and getting some good returns and you see what 
uh, the market is looking like, then, you know, you can be a little bit more comfortable with that. So and that's why stocks are a, a great investment because you have different ways of going about it. You have so many different stocks that you can look at um, the up and comers, more spec speculative. And then you can also go with something that's uh, depending on where you're at in your journey, you're starting out early, you have high income, you have some money to lose, money to burn or whatever, and you feel like you can go with some, uh, the crypto or whatever, or you can go with a, a more of a startup stock, or you can go still later in your years if you're like, man, I can't afford to try to, you know, gamble on something I'm not sure of. You can go with something that's more established. Yeah, it sounds like Terrence, you're more like a blue chip type of. Oh man. yes, definitely. Yeah, definitely. more definitely. of a stalwart, something that's been around, not something that's not more speculative. Yeah, and then also you can go with some of these mutual uh, mutual funds that kind of hedge your bets a little bit more. So if one of those stocks falls or has a little rough patch, uh, it's grouped in with some others that might kind of help cushion that that blow a little bit, and you can still uh, beat the the market. Yeah, so some some way of a diversification. Um, if you have in a mutual fund, you have more than one stock. You have. Okay, okay. Um, so Eric. You, you heard Terrence's answer. I heard what Terrence and Larry's answer. Oh, come on. <laughs> hey, hey. I, I see Larry you. giving these assists. I'm down the middle. <laughs> Straight down the middle. Okay. So, Eric, what is your answer? Okay. Look at the time. <laughs> but uh, I agree. I like that. Oh, hold on, like time on. Y'all can't keep on agreeing. On no, no, no. We don't, we don't agree. We don't agree. I'm just saying I, I agree with them. Investing is a, is a key part of it. You know, I like that answer. Uh, but for me, okay, I said that I believe it varies by age, basically. Okay. And I think okay. it kind of boils down to, to two things. So I said for the youngins, you know, I'll say like 18 to 30, basically. Mostly it's about income. That's okay. the first thing you start. That's the first thing you can do. The first thing you start to get, you get your job, you start making money. I believe like anything else, the decisions you make in your younger days are going to, you're going to realize them in your older days. Okay. 30, 40, 50, 60 is whatever. Reaching back to our podcast, BFI, look back at is college worth it. Look back at those episodes. Look back at those because income is a large part of it. And for that young kid starting off, starting off, just head for a high earning job. Okay. Once you okay. hit that high earning, we said engineering, that yeah. seemed to be everything. That, that's once, it. Yeah. Once you the research that you showed Eric earlier it seemed like engineering was like 10 out of 10 yeah, as far as the sure. top 10 places that, or excuse me, the top 10 like um, degrees that you should um, maybe pursue. Right. So, you know, once you pursue those, you're picking a high income earning degree. That's the first thing that'll definitely help with your income. Your income will be high. Also, what that would do would expose you to other people. Because normally in those groups, they're probably all rolling together. If you have a group of accountants, you have a group of marketers, they're probably all vibing off the same thing or probably know certain things. So you're saying your, your network might be your net worth. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I'm getting these assists now, T. Take that. <laughs> I'm right down the middle. I'm yeah, right down the middle. <laughs> we got so, John Stockton over here. Right. Exactly. Assist. You right. <laughs> so once you start, once you're exposed to those networks, 
you start to accumulate different ideas and you start to accumulate different ways of accumulating assets. Okay. Which is part two. Okay. So now when you probably hitting your thirties and on, you're focusing on assets now because you already got the income, your degree is already set up. I just got to work now. Now I can start focusing on the asset. And as part of these assets, now I'm going to take it to Corey with that accounting background. Okay. You start to get your current assets. You already got cash. That's your savings right there. The long-term assets, you start to hit your investing. You get okay. your real estate. You got your, your stocks. You got your funds. You got your mutual fund. You hit all of that together. Those are all assets. So it's not just investing. You got to have some money to start off with your investing. You can't, nothing from nothing leaves nothing. Okay, okay. <laughs> you know, I like you've that. all heard that, you know? Yeah. And so once you have that income, you're exposed to these different people, everybody moving and shaking, you find out a few things, bam, you start to hit your, your ideas. Okay, I want to get into this. I want to get into that. Also with these jobs, high earning jobs, a lot of them give you stock in their company. Okay. So we'll share like the Alphabet boys, like, you know, the, the, the Googles, the Facebook, Amazon, all those guys. They give you stock in their company. And those are what, like the blue chips you mentioned, that's the way to get them. Okay. So we incorporate all that into these assets. Well, I'll say in your early days, it's your income. That's the first thing you want to get. Your income is going to make having those assets later much more easier to obtain. And also your network will be huge. Okay, so if I understand you correctly, and first I want to give you points because you know real estate is near and dear to my heart. You know, so. I have to kick that in there. You know, <laughs> no. I'm not, I don't forget you like T did. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So you you're already uh, pandering to one of the judges. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're, you're not giving money out though, but you know, well, hey, you know, I try to keep it above board. Yeah, yeah. But if I understand correctly, you're saying your your income for 18 to 30 is going to be more important because if you have a higher income you can get your net worth, work, excuse me, your net work is going to, um, might be help you out as far as building your net worth because there's going to be higher income people that who might be able to, you might be able to invest with or uh, sure. social, you know, everything. But, um, and, and then you, you have to start at 30, you know, it may be yeah, 25, 27, you know, you get into those things, but just in yeah, general. Just, just in general. And then you can use your income to invest in assets. Correct. Okay, okay. Uh, Julian, do you have anything to uh, to uh, add to um, to both of the gentlemen's questions or answers? Um, one thing I think I would have wanted to hear was how does debt also incorporate into okay. your finances as well? I like that. Uh, I like that. I can I can take you know, that. Uh, say it again. Yeah, I can answer that for you. So with well, the, I, I, I said, well, hang on, wait. I don't think you can go back because then I gotta let T go oh, back. Oh, okay. Well, hey, you know, I, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm about coming back in. anyway, so if, go if, ahead. If, if, <laughs> if he talks and T, T gotta talk too. I was about to get with it. <laughs> okay, all right. So we'll no, go back. No, Kanye was bad. Let me jump in there. All right, T. All right, Julian. We'll we'll let you finish. We'll let you finish. But first, I gotta come in real quick. So if I understand you correctly, you said uh. Income, right? Mm -hmm. Investments, right? And uh, yep, assets. Huh? Investments are considered. Investments are personal. So when we talk about personal finances, we're wrapping it all up. And we're like lumping it all up into one sum. So we're talking about 
you know, income, savings, investments, assets, liabilities, or debt. Uh, so, you know, just kind of like lumping that, lumping that all in. So what I heard from both of you guys, you know, you, you both made some really good points about, you know, investing, savings. Uh, but I also figured, you know, I also thought about that, that debt also plays a really huge part into whatever your personal finances are. So, you know, investing kind of goes out the window if you still have, you know, a brand new car that you still have to pay for, or you still have outstanding medical bills or whatever, you know, your case is. So I always feel like, you know, debt is still like a really big part of, you know, whatever your, you know, personal finance. Mm -hmm. Okay. You, you, you ready for the response now? Is, is that what Let's you do it? Oh, okay. Okay. So I, I understand that the, the debt is a very important part of that. So thank you for bringing that up, Julian. Great job, sir. Um, but I, now that's getting more so in a more of the Dave Ramsey kind of okay. school of, of thinking. Okay. To where you basically have to do things in a very linear way. Uh, okay. We're like, hey, complete this step first. Then you complete this step, pay off your debt, and then you can go to save, you know, investing, and you can save this much, and then you move to this, and and that's fine, that works. But there's other ways that work also. Um, yeah. So, and and the thing with with paying off debt is that yes, it needs to be paid off, but in many situations, I think you still have room to invest while paying off debt simultaneously. Now, that's- He basically that, just told me to shut up. Hey, hey, hold on, so I'm, I'm the narrator here now. You know, we're not gonna be disrespecting the judges now. <laughs> <laughs> if Julie asks a question, we're gonna answer the question. It was a good answer. Disrespect, it was. The, disrespect <laughs> the judges now. No, Terrence, go ahead. Okay, my apologies, sir, if that's how you took it. No, 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 no. Okay, okay, okay. But, but still, what you said is, like I said, that has a place, but there's also a place to invest and that still can happen uh, simultaneously with paying off debt. Because if you are delaying investing, you're de delaying an opportunity to increase your income. Time in the market is, is important. That is mm. very important. So let's say that, Hey, I, I feel like I have to pay off this car first before I can save any money, before I can invest in anything. Well, you're, you're paying off this car and it takes, let's say it takes you, you, you have a, a five-year lease or whatever, but you want to pay it off quicker and you can pay it off in two years or now whatever. Are you saying lease? Not, 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 well, not lease. We don't want to, we're, we're not condoning. <laughs> exactly. We don't want to go with leases. I need anyway. you to verify that now. Thank you. Good, good I need you to verify that now. Thank you. But... <laughs> <laughs> but ten, uh, you know, you, you know, loan. You, you and you want to cut that in half. Great, fantastic, because you save on that interest that you would have been paying on for five years, condensed it down to two. That's that's great. But at the same time, if you're doing that one by one, and you're saying that, hey, I'm, I just want to cut this down before I even focus or do any type of investments. Let's say right now, uh, a stock you're looking at has dropped uh, as far as the how much it costs, and you see it is a perfect window. This this stock has been uh, devalued by 30% or whatever, and it's an opportunity for you to get something in on it. It doesn't have to be a lot. Nowadays with uh, technology and the opportunity for investment is right at your palms, right at your fingertips. 
You can invest very easily and it doesn't take much to invest. Like we mentioned crypto earlier, that's speculative, but you don't have to put a lot into it either because you don't have to do a whole Bitcoin. You can, you know, like a percentage of do a hundred, put a hundred dollars in on it and just get, it's going to be a small percentage of that Bitcoin, but it's still going to grow relative to that percent of it as it increases. So you can still put in something and if it bounces back on that 30%, you just increased uh, another 30%, which you just would have missed out on. And now, now if you had invested in it, that extra 30% you just got back on, uh, back in on it, you can put that down on that car and that's going to help you pay off that uh, payment a little bit sooner. So yes, you can- I will that one. I appreciate you, sir. I appreciate it. I'm, I'm running a little dry right here, uh, but I have to do some work later, but I'm going to drink this melted ice cube. Uh, All right, so same, so same question to uh, to Eric. Uh, what does debt fit into your importance of personal finance? Okay, uh, just starting off, I want to say it sounds like T said he would do a little cryptocurrency there. But uh, yeah, you know, moving, moving on, moving on. Uh, so in getting that, in getting that degree, let's just say you know parents aren't able or whatever you have you don't you don't work in college or anything you know you just have to take out loans and get your degree and everything because it's a high earning degree odds are you're probably going to pay it off fairly quick so i would say that debt the you know, car debt like he mentioned you would probably pay those off fairly quickly on top of like he said you could still accumulate assets if you want to but having that income at that young of an age helps out tremendously. So yeah, you may you may have some debt, you have student loans, or you know, you got you got your car or something. You being able to earn as much as as much as those degrees pay would only benefit you. And it would benefit you rapidly. So you could pay down, you could pay down the, the school loan or pay off the school loan. You could pay on the car, but you have to have that income in order to do that quickly. If not, mm -hmm. You know, you got a five-year term for a card, you're going to pay it off in five years. You don't have the extra money to pay that off early, especially not cutting it in half. The student loans, we know how that is. <laughs> you don't have the extra money to pay that off early. You just got to ride that out for 10 years, 20 years, whatever the term is. Yeah. Until those investments, like T said, can accumulate enough wealth to pay that off. Well, what year is that? Year five, year 20? You know, when you're 50, like when is, when is that going to happen? But the income, you know, you can get to it quick. Okay. 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 Uh, Jay, uh, Julie, have anything else to say um, for your question? No, no, those are, those, are, those are great answers. Very well thought out. I, I, I can't let this round finish without. <laughs> oh, but I, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, Coming I'm, back I'm, from the I, dead. No, no, no. I, I just want to make sure I understood your, your answers. I, I'm not, I'm not making an argument here. Okay. So we're going to okay. keep it fair. I just want to make sure I completely understand what your argument was. Okay. So okay. you said uh, it's based off of, it's kind of time driven where you're at in life. So you said you want to start out with the income. Okay. Mm -hmm. Right. And yep. then was it uh, investments next? Was that next? Yes. Okay. Yes. And then I think, assets. You, yeah, assets and, and investments. So it kind of your answer kind of reminds me of uh, back when you know I was in college and you had those hard tests and you go with D all of the above 
So that's <laughs> so uh, I was just I'm just making sure I understood. I thought the intent was for us to give one one answer, but I, I was just I'm just trying to clear it out. But uh, you know, I'm not gonna give an argument. I was just trying to make sure I understood. <laughs> okay, so the narrator has to come in here real quick and and because y'all are starting to fight and stuff like that. We don't do that on a BFI. <laughs> you know I, I just need some clarification. I, I need a clarity. You know what I'm saying? Go ahead, Eric. You got something to say? No, I'll say if we if we're gonna if we're gonna stick with just one thing, I have to say it could vary through the time. You can't be mad at me because you didn't choose that. You know, you just said investing. Yeah. But if we're gonna stick with if we're gonna rock with one, I'll say income. For our followers, I'll say income. All right. Both All right. great answers. I, I, I think both are great answers. Once again, we're not gonna give our um we think one that round, but I think both very, very valid answers. So I have the last question, okay? And this one here is, um, I think we're going to tie everything together here. We've been a podcast for a little bit over a year. We've researched a lot. We've talked about a lot. We've had like 30 episodes, a lot of information to take in. Hopefully we provided some information that the listeners can use and, and apply to, to their uh, financial life. So I'm going to ask the last question here. From our first season and, and going to our second season now, what is one thing you learned that can close the racial wealth gap? That's what we're here about. We know that um, Black people have one of the lower networks as, as far as finances go. So that's what we're here for. We're trying to figure out how we can close that gap. What is one way we can close that from something that we've learned from our talked about before? Yeah, what you got, Eric? All right. Um, so I had this two phases. One, like, <laughs> really applies to me. And other, I say, is more so in a group setting. Um, but the first one I say apply to me is the Great Resignation episode. Uh, that, that was uh, pertaining to me more so because I've had the same job uh, for about 10 years where see, like you and T have moved around some. And all the research I could find. I'm about a month into a new one now. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that boy E been, been faithful. Right, right. You know, how I've been faithful and loyal out here. And it sounds like that's not what that's not what the streets do, you know. So and see, everything I could find was yeah, move in two to three years, move, move, move. And I was like determined to find something. I was like, no, there's got to be something out there for the for the loyalists and faithful out here. I couldn't find anything. Everything was like <laughs> <laughs> everything was like move on. So uh, with moving on, heading back to the income, it increases your income. Uh, more rapidly than staying faithful or loyal or staying with that one company, you know, through uh, through that same time. And so I kind of thought that was, uh, that kind of affected me. And I'll say, you know, that was, that's part of a key is your income to growing the wealth. Um, as a group, I think one of our most important reads was Poweronomics. Okay. Um, I think that is a big part of the wealth gap. Um, and one thing that I took away from that was uh, his statement of the wealth distribution or the ability to obtain wealth has not changed. It boils down to natural resources, human labor, labor saving machinery or technology, and then information. Those are the ways that wealth are created. And so I think us focusing on those will definitely help us close the wealth gap in our ownership of those items, I think is the key to closing the wealth gap. But that's my short and sweet. One applies to me, one applies to us as a group. 
uh, about how I think we can close the wealth gap. Okay, okay. Terrence, what's your answer? Well done, Eric. Well done. Thank um, you, thank you. I do have one grievance with that. <laughs> okay. I, I wasn't sure at, at first where you were headed with that because you started out with the should you switch jobs, you know, the episode of we did, a segment we did on uh, the great resignation. So I thought that's where you were going. And then you switched up on me and went power nomics, which is fantastic. I also really appreciated the power nomics uh, segment we did. And I was probably going to go that route as well, but, but that's fine. That's perfectly fine. Uh, in the spirit of, of entertainment and this, you know, giving our viewers what they, what they want and what they came here for, I will not agree with you again. There we go. So we finally have I, a different answer. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> About time. It took three questions to get a different answer. I, I will, off the top of the dome, uh, you can call me. Uh, yeah, Andre3K, whatever you want to call me right now. <laughs> oh, uh, I will go with our uh, tax segments okay. that we have done. Mm -hmm. okay. Very important, very mm -hmm. beneficial. Okay. Uh, to creating wealth. Uh, it's not just about creating. That's very important. It's also about keeping that wealth mm -hmm. so that you can invest it appropriately. Uh, and one of the, the ways that people do that, especially the rich and the wealthy, is through tax. You can do some tax avoidance, which seems shady when you say avoidance. Like, what are you avoiding? Well, hell, I'm avoiding paying these taxes. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> <laughs> not tax evasion, tax avoidance. Avoidance. Yeah, that's what I'm going. I'm avoiding it. Hell, because <laughs> uh, uh, evading sounds shady as hell. But uh, but <laughs> if if you want to, and I see how you uh, correct me on the slide right there. It will not disrespect will not be tolerated. But <laughs> but the it was very impactful very important as we talk about doing your taxes because that's where you can save a lot of money you look at how much you make an hour i'm talking to the coming man so we're gonna go with just uh talking about how much you make an hour and you you do the math you look at what your salary is and you say that hey i should make this much a year and then you look at each one of your checks and and it's been decreased by 25 percent 30 percent whatever it may be. And then at the end of the year, and you're trying to look at your W-2 and, and file your taxes and see how much you're going to get back. And you get back not nearly as much as what has been taken out. And the reason for that is for taxes. So the rich and the wealthy, the reason, the way they can get around that, because the more money you make, the more significant that, that amount is that goes to taxes. You can save the money and have the opportunity to invest that or save that or do whatever you want with it or retire early, retire early based off of uh, decreasing the amount of taxes that you are being held accountable for. So we had a great episode with uh, Bradford. Bradford. He's a CPA and attorney. CPA and attorney. So the man knows his stuff, all right? So if you get in, he's going to give you tax advice. He's an initiator. And, and, uh, yeah, fellow initiator, a friend of the uh, podcast. So uh, like I said, CPA and attorney. So if you get into issues, get into problems with your taxes, then he can back you up. Because he knows this stuff legally. So, but that's very important because you spend all this time focused on how you're going to make money. But at the end of the day, if you're giving it away, because that's basically what you're doing, you're giving it away to Uncle Sam, then 
you feel defeated, deflated, and you're not being able to fully utilize that money anyway. So taxes are very important, I advise, and I suggest everyone to go back and listen to those episodes because that's how you're really going to not just make money, but be able to uh, keep the money that you make. Because if you can't keep it, then what's the point of it anyway? So I would say taxes, uh, our tax episodes. Yeah, so one of the things that he talked about, and I'm going to read, he said ways to lower your taxable income is real estate, charity, and children. And uh, when we say real estate, we're not necessarily talking about investing, you know, for like investment properties. We're talking about just your own property. I mean, you have your um, mortgage income that you can, or your mortgage that you can use as a way to uh, lower your taxable income, um, you know, different taxes involved with your, your real estate. So that's, that's one way that uh, taxes can help you. Um, so that's one thing that you learn that you think that, you know, the black community can maybe take more advantage of to lower the racial wealth gap. Is that, is that Oh, de- definitely, definitely. Every, every year at the turn of the new year, everybody's worried about or thinking about taxes. <laughs> every, I mean, that's what you hear about. And then you see like, oh man, I'm gonna get this much back or, or oh, I gotta, I'm gonna have to um, pay this much, but you might not be getting as much back as you should have gotten. You, you might be happy. You might be one of the people that have gotten quite a bit back, but you don't realize how much you could have gotten. And, and you don't realize you're happy with it only because you don't know how much you should have gotten. And then the ones that are paying, you're already upset. Imagine how upset you would be if you realized that how much less you should have been uh, paying. Or if you find out that you should have been getting money back. So that's why it's very important. That's, it's the unknown... I guess basically rule or principle of saving and finances is the taxes. It's not, and it shouldn't be unknown. It's it's basically out there because you're talking about taxes. We're all just pretty much uneducated on how impactful it is. Yeah. So all of us have to pay taxes. Um, so it sounds like if you learn how to pay less taxes, that could help out. I, I would say E and T, both of y'all had virtuosos as my boy Shannon Sharp would say. <laughs> Uh, a Picasso or Rembrandt, you know what I'm saying? Some, <laughs> some, some great answers here. That's the last question we had. And um, Real quick on the tax thing. Um, I enjoyed those episodes too. Good point, T. Um, I know I mentioned tax evasion and tax avoidance. I want to give y'all the definitions. One is okay. illegal. <laughs> tax evasion is an illegal attempt. Have you in jail. Taxes. Right. That's why I have you in jail. Illegal. Tax avoidance is using the legal, like the legal laws. To get out of it so it's like terry mentioned those few items there those are ways to lessen your tax burden so you don't want to evade that's like un- not reporting income stuff like that you want to avoid great great job sir thank you for adding adding that a uh, little bit of information and knowledge to our podcast yeah. there and differentiating the the two all right so the, uh, bfi podcast wholeheartedly supports tax evasion. <laughs> no, no. Hey, we do, hey, we do hey, not. Julian, Julian, now, we do not, yeah. we do not uh, support that. Oh, What's no, the, Julian, no. the views of Julian do not represent the, uh, yeah, the not views of the BFI podcast at this moment. We do not you know, want to go to jail. A, uh, Larry, you boys need to do a segment on scammers. <laughs> we, we've talked about it before, for sure. We just yeah. not, 
That's not something we need. It's big support. money in it, it seems like, because everybody's scamming, but we don't, we don't <laughs> we do not think that. We do not support tax evasion. We support tax hey, avoidance. So, sometimes you got to hit a lick, all right? That's a <laughs> Once again, like Terrence said, who brought this guy on? <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. Who invited him? <laughs> ignore me. Ignore me. <laughs> all right. So we, we've had three questions. We're going to just quickly. So question one. Corey, you asked question one. Who is your winner for question one? That was a good one. So I think uh, Eric has some good points. T has. What some was good question points. one again? Can, can we reiterate I'm, I'm that? Read it real quick. How much should a household invest? This could be any type of investment. It can be a percentage or an amount. Yeah. So Eric brought up, you know, some good points about that. Fifteen uh, percent of the income, traditional IRA, Roth IRA, uh, burial plots, life insurance, things like that. T brought up. Some good points as well, but did kind of agree with Eric on some of his things. So I will go ahead and give that one to Eric. Okay, Julian, for question one, who did you say won question one? Uh, I'm going to say Eric as well. Um, I thought Eric really went into a lot of detail about, you know, what stage of life that you're in. I think that really plays a huge part, really plays a huge part. I mean, I'd say the T answers was was uh, was bad. I just thought that Eric elaborated on it a little bit more, step by you know step by step in in terms of like where you are in life. So Eric ran a Boston on question one. If you're familiar with that, it means you you won everything on question one. So he won it for me as well, Terrence. I'm sorry. Oof. So. For me, this was good, but my office was better. There you go. <laughs> yeah, Eric talked about health savings account. Gotta give about, you one. Talk about 401k, talk about crypto, just some different things out the out the box. So for question one, I went with E2, uh, E as well. So question one, Eric won question one. So now we're gonna go to question two. Julian, you asked question two. Julian, who won question two? And question two for the audience is. What is the most important aspect of personal finance? For example, income, savings, investing, assets, liabilities, et cetera. Uh, Ter- uh, excuse me, Julian, what was your answer? Uh, I got T for that one. I thought T really went into depth about investing and how much it played into a part of, of your finances. Um, you know, he talked about how, yes, you can save, but, you know, that savings is, you know, is only worth a quarter tank of gas in 10 years. Um, so that really, you know, that kind of really hit home for me, like in today's world. And even when we brought it back around to, you know, how much debt that you're in, you know, he still said, you know, he still supported his argument that, you know, you, yes, you may still have like all these, all, you know, all these smaller debts, but you still have room, you know, for financing, you know, financing, but you still have room for investments. And I thought, and I thought that was a really, I thought that was a really strong point. Corey? Yeah, I have to may have to go with Julian on this one. I, I give T that round. Uh, Eric did have some good points about income and decisions made when you're younger do affect when you get older. So definitely agree with that and, and accumulating assets um, you know, also. But T did mention the savings versus investments arguments. So I will go ahead and get that one to T. Man, so it's it anonymous. Is. I mean, I mean, we're all on the same page again. I so see I'm those checks T. here. I'm going, <laughs> I'm going T on question two as well. So we're gonna go to the last question. This is this is what it's all it comes down to. It's tied up one one. I asked question three. I'm gonna re, re, uh, repeat it real quick. From our first season, what is the one thing you learned that can 
close the racial gap. And I went with T. I think that um, something that a lot of people don't think about is taxes. All of us have to, well, we're supposed to pay taxes at least. You know, so, <laughs> make that clear. <laughs> make that clear. I'm not gonna say everybody pay taxes, but, but we, once again, we do not advocate people evading taxes. We want them to not go to jail. I think that's gonna really hurt your income if you don't, if you're not able to work. So, <laughs> so E, you had some great uh, points, a great resonation. I thought that was a very good episode right there. I think it's something we can learn about. Um, you know, increasing your income. And one thing I think E's income is a big, uh, was important to E as far as our debate this, today. And I agree with E, but I think uh, in Paranomics as well, in Paranomics is more of a group economics theme. But for question three, I have to go with Terrence when it comes to uh, tax avoidance. Uh, I'll, go, I'll go with uh, Julian, who, 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 who won question three? Now the next one was oh this one was really tough for me like I feel like I'm still I feel like I need to digest it a little bit more and still hey we're putting you in a spot man you gotta make an answer man you, you gotta come with an answer now <laughs> so take I know I know I know I know <laughs> look I'm trying like I want to give a direct answer you know if you ask me you know in my gut who would I go with I would definitely go with T on this one um, because I do I definitely feel like as we as a culture we don't know all the ins and outs of you know, the ta of, of taxes and what our loopholes are and, you know, what are some things that we can deduct and, you know, and really, you know, you know when it comes to tax season, that's money that we earned, that we, that we gave, you know, that we, that we had to give to the government, uh, you know, over the last year. So again, if you ask me right now, I'm going to say, T, not to the Eric's question, you know, answer, you know, wasn't, wasn't a great answer. But um, I just got T's check in the mail right now. Yeah, I see, I see your judgment has been cloudy. And no, no, no. But I'm gonna go. I'm, I'm gonna go with T. I love his answer on uh, on taxes. I definitely feel like that's like a hidden gem that we as black people we just look for as oh, I'm getting I'm getting income tax. I'm getting you know I'm getting tax return back. Mm -hmm. But you know there are a lot of things that that kind of go into that. You know uh, deductions. You know what actually can you deduct if you're a business owner? You know things like that. Uh, so I definitely appreciated Terrence's answer on that one. Corey, you're the tiebreaker. This it all comes down to you, Corey. No pressure. Hey, hey, don't oh. don't take Terrence's uh, check in the mail either. I won't take it in the mail, but you know, <laughs> they bring up some good points. Definitely about the Powernomics book and how the ability of uh, you know can't change wealth. Um, T also did bring up a great point also with about the tax episode and. Like Julian said, it is one of the big things, you know, uh, you know, with us and, and our people, you know, it's taxes and, you know, definitely see how that, you know, can affect. But I'm looking at my phone right now and I think the payment just came from T. I was already leaning <laughs> T anyway, so ah, it pains me, but. Uh, oh, man. Sorry, Eric, you my boy, but uh, you're some disrespectful friends. I gotta go. Look, and I've known Eric since I was a kid too, so that that, that pain. <laughs> oh man, I gotta go with T. Okay, <laughs> okay, okay. So it, if I'm telling you the votes, I'm telling you the votes. E won question one. Terrence won question two. Terrence won question three. So from what I came up with is Terrence is the two time. <laughs> The two-time BFI Money Madness winner. And, and the winner this year. Thank you, Lee. 
that the winner this year is going to come and get you weren't a sore loser so i won't be a sore winner this championship okay. belt. I'm, I'm disappointed. I was hoping you would be a sore loser. Uh, so I could definitely be a no, sore winner, but I hold back. This hey, this hey you got you got to know when to fold them. All, all jokes around. No, all jokes aside, Eric has some great information. It was it was not easy at all, for real. But um, Terrence is the the winner two times in a row, 2021, 2022 champion of the Money Madness. So. Uh, Terrence, what do you have to say? Take your championship belt. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Let, let me put down my score. Uh, He's already smoking his cigar. <laughs> <sighs> oh, man. Um, I'm, I'm going to try to slow this down and be careful with my words because as I just, I'm a man of my word, as I just told E. Well, I'm not, not, not going to interrupt you. <laughs> the greatest of all time <laughs> but as as he said he was not a sore uh he, he gave me my roses he was not a sore loser so unfortunately that means i will not be able to gloat as much as i want to but um as much as this was not a surprise it is still very much uh, appreciated that boy humble ain't he <laughs> Humble, hey. I, I I cherish this moment, this belt. It's a long time coming. It's 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 hard to reach the top. It's even harder to stay on top. But uh, this is a testament to the not only the hard work, the preparation, uh, but to my support cast, my my support system. Uh, I feel like he's my my beautiful wife uh taylor at home i know you're not here uh to witness and experience this with me baby but but i'm, I'm bringing home the belt baby i'm bringing it home i love you <laughs> abel my, ba my baby out there i love you i'm bringing home the belt baby um so I, I just want to point out that i'm not going to say the system is rigged because i i still was able to to win i was able to overcome uh but but I want to point out that the same as in our fantasy football league, where when I won uh, two years in a row, they did not provide a belt or a trophy. And then the, the following year, they, <laughs> they offered some type of award for that, that winner. And coincidentally, I did not win. I, 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 I just, I don't know. That doesn't sit well with me. And then that after I, I won this last year and I did, was not offered or awarded a belt or trophy or can anything. Can we move this mic now? So, so yeah, uh, y'all created this month. <laughs> yeah, so I, 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 want to, I want to point out that um, they they tried to award someone else the belt this year, but, but I overcame. You know what I'm saying? But hey, hey, uh, great, great Great competitor was uh, Larry last year. Great competitor was Eric this year. But, uh, and I appreciate him for coming up and being in this competition with me. But in the end. I changed, I, I'm changing my answer at Eric now. <laughs> so, anybody who- I might need to do the same too. <laughs> anybody who at least follows Instagram, please follow Instagram, Black Financial Initiative. They know that I'm a wrestling fan. So I didn't get this, this championship belt here. And uh, Julian might be the only one who recognized this, this uh, reference. But hey, yo. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. 
One one time for the bad guy. One time for the bad one guy. One time for the bad guy. There you go. <laughs> there you go. So hey, I, I, I want to thank I want first I want to thank Eric and Terrence. Great, great debate. Dropped some great knowledge. I think something that the listeners can listen can listen to and use in their everyday lives for their in, uh, investments and their their personal finance. That's what we're here about BFI, the Black Financial Initiative. Definitely want to thank Corey. I want to thank Julian for joining and helping us uh, have a more, not a one-sided uh, type of a winner this time. Cause I think Eric, Eric might've been, uh, you know, might, might've been a little biased last time. So we, we want to thank them for coming. Um, we want to thank all the listeners. I think this was a, like I said, a great episode here, great information, some good entertainment. And we want to thank all the initiators. Please go listen to our episodes in the previous, if you haven't listened to them before, Please tell your friends, check out our Black Financial Initiative Instagram, our BFI Twitter. Um, we have some great information. That's it for me. If you guys have anything else to say, I do. Of course. Come on. Uh, silly, question. silly question. Silly question. Uh, so I just want to say, and this is a financial tip for all of our investors out there do not panic early. The key is not to lose big. But you don't necessarily want to panic early. Uh, like if you're investing stocks and you start to lose a little bit, don't worry, don't panic. So you know, just trust the process. If you have invested in a uh, a blue chip, expect that you should get some return. For example, today in that first question, uh, what was it? The Boston, uh, you ran, know, ran the Boston. Yeah, you said that Eric ran the Boston because he had three votes all for him in favor of that first question. And I didn't panic, you know what I'm saying? So I, I, I still, I stayed true to the process. I believed in the process. And trust the process. You know, trust the process. And in the end, what we have here is this belt. But again, congratulations to my competitor, Eric. Great, great show, sir. Great. I can see who the Floyd Mayweather of y'all's podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't nothing without me, Otis. <laughs> anybody, anybody come to see Otis? <laughs> hey, but once again, thank you, everybody. BFI Money Madness, uh, year two. Terrence is two and zero. I think next year I'm gonna have to come and beat him. You know what I'm talking about? But uh, but yeah, I want to thank everybody again. And and as far as me, that's everything for this episode. So thank thank all the listeners. Bye. Appreciate y'all. Appreciate it. Peace out. <laughs>